Hello everyone and welcome to the Impulse Control Experiment. As always, I am Joel Harrison and I do appreciate you joining me here to keep me accountable as I go through the experiment with you here. Um, today was a pretty darn good day. Um, had a couple of things overall in life that I could allow to be stressors if I let them. Um, but I just didn't really feel like that was very necessary and like I wanted that to happen. So as I went through my day today, um, I know that we talked a little bit about this, uh, pain in the neck that I have with my home and getting my exterior coverings fixed and all that kind of stuff. Um, so day is like 8,426 that it still hasn't happened <laughs> Um, it did snow a little bit here today, so you can't be working outside and climbing on the roof and doing siding and stuff when it's snowing. So that's pretty understandable. Um, and just another thing that just, you know, is kind of the way she goes. And so there's no reason to be upset about that, which was nice. It's just kind of one of those things that just comes and goes and, and, and keeps on going. And then the big news out of today that could be frustrating if I let it, but again, I don't really feel like letting it, is that um, my wife's car, which has been broken down, needs between $1,500 and $3,000 worth of work. And it being a 12, 13-year-old car that we bought for, I think, two grand a couple of years ago, just not worth it. So that means it is time to go through the lovely process of vehicle shopping. So uh, it's a little late in my evening and I am pretty tired because I have been flipping and flipping and flipping through cars and cars and cars and trying to determine what in the world we are going to do about this car situation. So... Um, on one hand, it's going to be nice to have a new car. We are going to go ahead and bite the bullet and spend a little bit more than we did last time and actually get something that is going to be reliable and hopefully last us for the next few years because we've kind of been riding that line where we've been trading off back and forth between her car and my car and whichever one went into the shop last was the one that we would call quote-unquote reliable. Um, but my car has 135,000 miles on it and wasn't really all that expensive of a car to get started with. So, you know, it needs to go in the shop as well and we're kind of just waiting to see what happens with it. And um, we're going to get going on that process. So money being one of my main sources of anxiety throughout my life, uh, this purchasing of this car process I'm sure is going to be stressful. And I'm going to take some time and do as much research as I can. But it's kind of this whole catch-22 thing where the more time I take and the more research I do, the longer we are without a car and, you know, there's going to be Uber rides, which add up in a hurry. Um, there's just the inconvenience of simply her or I having to change our schedules to be able to catch rides with each other and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, on its face, it really could be a very stressful process. But this comes back to what we talked about a few days ago, um, where everything is a choice. And I could choose to get upset about the whole thing and I could choose to 
throw a fit and, you know, be mad. But none of that is going to get me any good. None of that's going to get us a car any faster. Um, so might as well just avoid the whole process of getting angry and worried about it and start attacking it head on. So that's what I did. You know, after I got the call from the mechanic today, um, I just, you know, Holly and I kind of sat down and discussed it. And we just simply decided that it is time for a new car, even though we just bought this one uh, that she's been driving a couple of years ago. We did take the inexpensive route and we thought it was going to be a good move. Um, and it, it just it just didn't end up being a good move. You know, we got a good deal on the car, but it turned out that the car wasn't as reliable as we thought we were going to be. It was back in the shop almost immediately. Long stays, high bills, blah, 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 blah. And it's just not worth it anymore. So we're going to hopefully alleviate some of that overall headache by getting Miss Holly a nice car that is going to drive, keep her safe and be reliable. And then I will have the commuter car that just gets me to and from work. And then we'll take her car uh, whenever we're together and we're, uh, you know, traveling to shows or, you know, doing whatever uh, it takes to drive. So once we finally get that process navigated, that's going to be real nice. And I'm pretty excited actually to get that done because they're just not much reason to fight with a junky old car anymore. It just, it just doesn't feel right. So, so that's exciting if you let it be. So I'm going to let it be. Um, and like I said, I'm just going to bury myself in research for the next couple of days and see what I can't find out about a new car. Um, let's see what else going on today. I have been digging in a little deeper to my Reiki training. Um, I have a few books on Reiki and I've kind of been, uh, actually digging into those and doing some reading and trying to learn a little bit more about that. Um, and today I kind of spent some time digging into the section of the book about what Reiki actually is. Um, and I find that as I learn what it is, I thought that my, my belief structure aligned with it and I thought that it was going to be good for me. And really with, with my belief structure that the human being can, through a process of gratitude and visualization and meditation and abundance, um, can actually plug in to the universe and ask the universe for what you want or, you know, something of that nature. And so basically the basic idea behind Reiki, at least Reiki one, where you get started and where I am at the moment is that when you try to heal someone through Reiki, essentially the healer is just channeling the universe, the source, God's energy, and allowing that energy to work within the body of the recipient. And so that really aligns really well with the way that I believe and the things that I think are possible. And I think this idea of being able to actually plug into the universe um, and receive universal intelligence, receive um, healing abilities, receive power 
be able to actually ask the universe uh, what you what you want. And that's not to say that if you just do a meditation and ask the universe what you want, that it'll automatically give it to you. However, there is a process involving gratitude, involving living with abundance, uh, for which you can actually plug into the universe. And it's amazing once you start to do so, and once you start to believe that it's possible, and once you start to be grateful for just about everything that you have going on, um, it's amazing how you start to see those things come your way. Um, and sometimes it's something really simple. Like, you know, I've been talking a lot through the experiment about how it really could be very hard if I let it to ignore my initial impulses and take a step back and control those. It could be hard, but because of the fact that I set intention and from the time that I began this product project, my intention was solid and pure, uh, that it really hasn't been that hard. And so you can, there's little supportive evidence, kind of small things that you can have. For example, um, we went out to Chinese the other day and, I got a fortune cookie, and that fortune cookie simply said, begin, and the rest is easy. And I I agree with that and align with that so well that when I got that fortune cookie, I was like, man, that, that right there is a small gift from the universe, and it's just the universe is telling me like, Joel, you're doing the right thing. You're making the right move. You're moving in the right direction, and that's really, really important to me right now. And, you know, I'll be the first to say that up until now, or up until fairly recently, when my belief structure kind of changed a little bit, I would have thought that that's a complete coincidence and it's total bullshit to look any deeper than that into it. And if you want to have that point of view, that's totally fine, except for the fact that once you start being grateful for things and reframing things, it not only becomes easier to stay in that mindset, but it becomes almost prevalent. Like you almost can't ignore it. And you know, that's almost the same thing like with this whole car situation. You know, it creates a lot of anxiety to be driving a car that you're not sure is safe or like I need new tires on my current vehicle and I went to get new tires at my current vehicle and the place they only did tires. So when they realized that there was something else wrong with my vehicle, they couldn't do it. So not only could they not do the actual repair that needed to be done, but my vehicle, uh, but my tires didn't get replaced either. And I've been very busy and I'm just not good at excuse me, up until now, I haven't been very good at doing things that involve spending money and taking my time. And so when you put those thing, two things together, they're just things that, that up until now have gotten brushed up against the rug. And to be completely truthful with you, I feel like every time I get behind the wheel in my own car that it's not exactly safe. And you know, my wife felt like every time she got behind the wheel in her own car that it was going to leave her stranded on the side of the road somewhere. And that's not particularly safe. So really 
finally getting this car into the mechanic, um, which over the last couple weeks has not been our fault. We have a mechanic that we kind of trust and he's just been really busy and finally getting it in there and the mechanic basically saying, you know, we can fix this car. It's totally doable. And usually we recommend that somebody fix the car they have over going and buying a used car that they're not sure about. But, um, it's kind of like a nice gift, you know, because what's going to happen as we go through this process is we're going to get a reliable vehicle. And when we need to be somewhere, we can know that we can be there without a problem. And I can be confident that as my wife drives to and from work, that she will get there safely and reliably. And that's going to take a lot of anxiety out of our world. And so again, when you hit it with the reframe and you're like, man, I got to spend all this money and that makes me uncomfortable, except for the fact that there are so many positives to getting this vehicle situation worked out that it's actually going to be really nice. So I did have a topic that I thought I was going to talk about this evening, but as I got into that brief discussion right there, and as I've said before, I like for this podcast to kind of write itself. Um, I'm here in my own headspace thinking that I want to talk about uh, living from a place of abundance. And what I mean by that is, so we talk about living from abundance or when we talk about universal attraction or some of these ideas that admittedly can be a little bit out there, I guess. Uh, And ideas that when they first came to me, Uh, Way back then, I believe I watched a movie called The Secret, and The Secret is all about how the universe will just give you what you want if you ask for it, and how I didn't really fully understand that concept at the time, and I kind of thought it was a bunch of malarkey. Um, Yeah, I said malarkey. It's a great word. Start using it more often. Uh, so, so I kind of wanted to, wanted to dive into that just a little bit and talk about the idea of connecting with the universe and living from a place of abundance. And so what that means, and of course, it's another thing that starts with gratitude. So what that, what, what that kind of entails, uh, is you attract what you live Um, or maybe to put it in a better way, what you think about. So if you are hoping to put a career together where you make lots of money and you're comfortable, but right now you don't have that financial stability. And I have up until now been a guy who is always worried about financial stability. Um, I don't know exactly where it came from. I grew up pretty well. I don't know about well-off, but I was comfortable, Um, always got to go on a vacation with my family every year as a child. I was never hungry. I never really wanted for anything. Um, I got plenty of Christmas presents and birthday presents and all those kind of things. So I'm not really sure where, unless you just have this kind of uh, millennial angst that a lot of us have that we're not going to be as good as our parents or as comfortable as we were when we grew up. So I I would guess maybe that's where some of my anxiety about money comes from, but I'm not really sure. And it wasn't until, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, at this time, I still deal with some of those anxieties. Uh, They're getting much better uh, day by day as I'm working along. But I wouldn't say that I am... 
financially abundant at this moment. Uh, you know, I still have financial troubles just like most of the rest of my millennial counterparts do. And one thing that I had to learn is that the more you chase something, the more you pursue something, the more you worry about something, the more that's what you're going to get from the universe. So if you always worry that I never have enough money, then you're never going to have enough money. And so the moment when you realize that the pursuit of money keeps money running away from you and that you have to live from that place of abundance, you begin to get closer to that goal. And the more that you come back to that place of abundance, the more the universe will give you what you attract. And this isn't to say that if you max out your credit cards and you go buy, you know, some Gucci sunglasses and buy expensive dinners and go out and buy do bottle service all the time that eventually the universe is just going to give you that money. Um, that's not the way it's going to go. Living from abundance also has to do with a lot of work. So when you live from abundance, you live like you have that thing because you, so you don't worry about that thing. So if Again, for we'll use my example since it's what we're already talking about or since it's what I'm talking about and I'm the one in front of the mic. So I'm the one in front of the mic. You're the one behind the earbuds. So we're going to let's talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> so if, if money is your thing, you have to stop chasing the almighty dollar. You have to stop worrying about that money and when it's going to come and live with abundance. And how do you do that? Once again, it starts with gratitude. So you need to be extra grateful for the things that you do have. So while I may need a lot of repairs on my current home, boy, am I glad that I have that home to keep me safe and comfortable and warm and for my wife and I to live in and, and, and our puppies to live in with us. And it takes pretty good care of us. You know, our, our home is pretty decent and it's a, it's a pretty wonderful place. And we do our part to make it feel like a warm and loving home. And so if you want to have that, you need to be grateful for what you do have. It's the same thing with this car situation. I'm super grateful for the cars that we do have that allow us to live our lives freely and go where we need to go and have a good job and be able to get there on time in a reliable fashion. Um, and, and hopefully being grateful for that and having that and being thankful to the vehicle that we are going to be retiring for its years of service, not only to us, but to its previous owner, who actually is a good friend of ours, that will allow us to attract a good deal on the right car. And so this goes farther into your relationships into your business dealings into your work life if you want a fulfilling job you need to be grateful for the job that you do have and being grateful for the ability to wake up and walk into that job every day and get paid a fair wage for that job is going to allow you to attract a better job 
Now, if we break that down into, you know, if you're the science-minded person and you want to break things down into fact, well, just think about what being grateful does. If you're grateful for something that actually puts you in a positive mindset, a positive mood. So if you're grateful for your job, then you're not going to go there and bitch about your job. And you're not going to go there and sit down at your desk and, you know, slump in your chair and play on Facebook and just be overall miserable. So if we rewind to gratitude and we're grateful for this job, and when you step through the door of that job, you you live an, an idea of gratitude for that job, you're going to be happier. You're going to work harder. You're going to show your dedication to that job, to your superiors, and they are going to see that you're grateful for that job. You work hard at that job and you are a positive influence on the other people around you. And that is how you get a promotion. And so you have attracted that promotion by simply existing in a way of abundance. Um, I had a wonderful conversation. Uh, you know, again, I, I work in um, I work in schools a lot with a lot of teachers, and I'm always trying to find teachers um, that that can get me more contacts with more teachers so that I can do more shows, not only to make more money. I mean, and yeah, that's part of it. That's a little bit of marketing and, and, and networking. That's what the point is of that. But also, I want to be in that place because I feel like my show positively impacts the lives of students. And my Beyond Belief program, I work with both students and teachers to show them how to manage not only their mind but their stresses to live with abundance and to live their best life. So I met a teacher recently through um, through Instagram. Actually, I heard him on a Gary V podcast, um, and he does a he has a YouTube channel. And his name is Mr. Reynolds. And the YouTube channel is Real Rap with Reynolds. If you happen to be a teacher and you have caught the podcast, uh, make sure you jump over to YouTube and see some of the stuff this guy is doing. He is kind of trying to deliver information and techniques and strategies for teachers to be not only more effective, but to enjoy their days better. And I'm really excited about creating this relationship with Mr. Reynolds because not only is he an amazing teacher, um, but I, I just feel like somewhere in there, the universe had me listening to that podcast on that day so that I could contact this guy. And I feel like the relationship there is, is going to grow and, and I'm really excited about it. Um, he's super busy, so it takes him a little bit to get back to my emails, but that's okay. That's what, uh, that's what happens when you're trying to... Um, Talk to successful people. So uh, again, real rap with Reynolds. If you are an educator or even a parent, check it out. And uh, if you happen to be listening, uh, what's up, CJ? I hope you're doing well. So, um, but when I first had my first phone call with this guy, he was talking about how his room is the room that students hang out in before and after school. He is the teacher that when a student is having an issue in their life, 
that they come and talk to him. And he teaches in West Philadelphia. Um, you know, shout out to Will Smith. And it, he's like, there's a reason Will Smith left West Philadelphia. It's not a nice neighborhood. And, you know, I, I live real close to East St. Louis, so I kind of understand the, the same idea. Uh, although I, I think uh, he's probably a little closer to it than I am being actually in the school with students every day. Um, and he's saying that, that students come to him that aren't in his classroom to, to talk to him and that people reach out to him, uh, through email and because of his, his YouTube channel. And he enjoys that. He enjoys being that guy that can help these students. And he really is living from a place of abundance. He is all about the students. He goes there every day to make students' lives better. And that's what I mean by living with abundance. And when you do that, so when you're in that place and those people, you want to make their lives better, they're going to see that and they're going to come to you. And that's going to expand. So it starts, you know, it started with students in his school coming to him to ask for a little bit of help or ask for a friend or, you know, just, just something. And not only does he have an amazing ability to help that student, but in turn that enriches his life because that's what he wants to do. Um, and so as that grows, he has a YouTube channel. So he's putting that same passion, that same abundance into his YouTube channel that then attracts other teachers and students to him to hear what he has to say, to, you know, talk to him, to be that guy that is helpful and has good ideas. And then it expands even farther than that. Some of those teachers are involved in conferences and he now gets flown all over the country to speak to teachers about these issues. And I was just listening to him tell me all this just on a, you know, I just sent the guy an email and said, hey, I like what you're doing. Uh, I I don't know how, if there's some way we can work together, but I want to have a conversation with you. And finally, I got the guy on the phone and through this whole thing, I was just like, wow, you are truly living from abundance. And when you start from a place of abundance, you grow and the universe starts to give you those things. And the fact that he lives with abundance is the exact reason why he got paid to speak at a conference and flown across the country. And, you know, for, for a teacher to, to get that kind of treatment, he was just floored. And I said, man, you, you deserve it. You live with passion and you come from a place of abundance. And he's not worried about how the students are going to view him. He's not worried about the things that they're going to uh, think or say about him because he's coming from a pure place and that pure place of help, uh, just, just, that's what it's all about. And once you align yourself with the universe and that abundance, it can just be seen from miles around. Um, it's the exact reason why I'm doing this podcast. So, 
you know, I think one of the main things that anybody who wants to do a podcast thinks about or worries about is if I do this podcast, who's going to listen? Well, if I don't do the podcast, no one is going to listen. But as I go through this process of my own change, I'm doing so for my own good, but I also want to do so to be an agent of change and to help other people that need help with their own impulse control or with their own uh, demons or if their own trauma or, you know, if they simply want to do something like lose a little weight or quit smoking. I still want them to know that I'm here and that I exist and that I care and that I'm coming from a true place where I'm not trying to make as much money as I can. Do I hope to make a good, comfortable living someday? Absolutely. Is that part of the plan? Sure it is. But is that the focus? No. The focus is to put out a product, this podcast, that has real value for people and can truly can truly benefit and improve their lives. And that's all I really want. I mean, the, the, the purpose of this podcast is to keep myself accountable, give myself some real hard work that I have to do day after day after day to help me learn the lesson. And then hopefully somebody listens, enjoys what I have to say, enjoys the way I say it, and takes something from the podcast. And that's all I'm doing right now. That's, that's what I'm putting out and I'm putting that out to the universe. And I tell you what, I think, I think, uh, y'all know I'm a couple episodes behind as I'm putting this out. I think I just put out episodes five and six yesterday and I have like 30, maybe 40 people that have listened to all the episodes that I've put out so far. And now in the grand scheme of podcast, when there's people out there that have listened to, you know, that have millions of listeners or hundreds of thousands of listeners, like, you know, that that's a pipe dream. That'd be great. I would love to get there. I would love to be to put enough content down where people are enjoying the podcast that much. But right now, for me to have 30 plus listens on each podcast for me to go, you know, analytics are really cool these days, the way the internet works, you can see how many people are listening every single day. And just to know that there are actually people out there listening to the podcast and hopefully enjoying it. You know, it's not like I have um, 75 listens on episode one and six listens on episode two. So somebody's obviously getting something out of the podcast. And that just warms my heart just to know that people are actually out there listening and hopefully taking real value from what I have to say. And that's all I, that's, that's the whole thing right there. And the universe will take care of the rest, put good out and do hard work. And the universe will take care of the rest. And I really feel like as I go through this project and as I get deeper into this month and as I attempt to strengthen my connection with the universe, that the universe is giving back to me. And that fortune cookie was just like a little 
Just like a little high five from the universe. Just like, you already know this, but I'm going to give you this anyways just to confirm that I think that what you're doing is pretty cool. And so I'm so grateful for the universe for that little nod because I'm going to be honest, sometimes when I go through my day, it's hard to come in here in the late evening um, when my wife is curled up warm sleeping in bed and you know, I'd like to be cuddling with her and I got to come in here and do this podcast because it's work, but it's work that I'm, I'm really enjoying and it's work that I really believe in. And I really feel like the more I put this out and the more people I can attract to it, that it's going to improve my life in some way. And I already know that it is, I feel pretty dang great. Um, but it's, it's just nice to get those, those little reassurances, you know, and I know that, uh, that the, the siding is going to get on the house sometime soon. You know, I've been struggling with that for months and months and here we are in the middle of the project and I know that siding's coming. Um, I'm just, I'm just really confident that I'm going to spend time researching and doing the work of course, but I'm just really confident that the, the universe is going to find me the right deal on the right vehicle to keep my wife and myself safe and get us from place to place. And I'm not worried about it anymore because I know that coming from that place where I already know it's going to happen, um, it's going to happen. And, and that's just kind of the way the universe works. The universe isn't a fan of worry the universe isn't a fan of begging. Uh, now, if you need something from the universe, thank the universe in a future tense for giving you that something. Because, remember as we discussed in previous episodes, uh, maybe even episode two when we were talking about intent, um, time all happens at the same time. So while we experience time in a linear fashion, yesterday, today, tomorrow, the truth is the nature of time is not linear and all of those things are happening at one time. So when I stop and take a moment to thank the universe for the car that I get to drive to my next hypnosis show, I already have it in some form in some location of time. So that's how you live from abundance is you be grateful for what you have. You be grateful for what you have had in the past and you be grateful for what you will have. And even though my podcast has 30 listeners, I'm going to still do this podcast as if I have a thousand listeners. And if I'm getting emails every day from people telling me I'm doing a good job and, and, you know, asking me for help and is I'm going to keep making Facebook posts in the Facebook group as if we have a big group there to discuss on those because somebody needs that. And I'm, that's what I want to happen. That's what's going to happen in the future. And so I'm just going to keep plugging away because that's the way the universe works. And that's how you get what you want. If you know what you want, you thank the universe for giving it to you. 
whether you already have it, whether you had it and lost it, or whether you will have it soon. Just know that you can get it, that the universe can give it to you. Now, don't be mistaken. If you just close your eyes and say, thanks, universe, for that Lamborghini you're going to give me in another year, and you never do the work, that's not living from a place of abundance. Because you have to do the work to be abundant. There are some people in this world who are born uh, with the quote-unquote silver spoon in their mouth, and they don't have to do the work to get what they want. But those people aren't probably, you know, they might be, but they're probably not truly happy. It's the people that love what they do because they do it, because they're passionate about it, because it's what they want to do that work hard with a positive grateful attitude that get what they want and if you do that then and only then you can actually ask the universe for what you want and when you spend time in gratitude and when you spend time asking the universe for what you want and you spend time really doing the work to get it there is no limit to what you can have, what you can do, who you can be, and whose life you can affect. And I can't really think of much more to say about that besides practice it, try it. Be grateful for yesterday. Be grateful for today. Be grateful for tomorrow. Live with abundance. Do the work that it takes to get to your goals. Know that you can achieve them. Thank the universe for helping you to achieve your goals. And watch and see how much better your life can become. And if you don't know what you want yet, that's okay. Take some time being happy. Take some time just being grateful for what you do have. And go and do some things. Go and experience some things. Find your passion. Find what is going to allow you to live from a place of abundance. And when you see somebody that lives from a place of abundance, man, latch on to that person. Talk to them. Get inside their head. Get to know them. If they can mentor you, have have them do so. Uh, I think... It might have been an episode of Parks and Rec, but I'm not exactly sure where I got this term, but I think it's hilarious. We refer to it as Bidening, as in Joe Biden, the former vice president, the guy that was just always right there next to Obama and just kind of strapped on and stood next to him and look at where he is now and look at where he got. When you find somebody that lives lives with abundance, man, just Biden, just Sit next to them and soak up everything they have and everything they'll give you. If they truly live from a place of abundance, they will have no problem sharing their passion and their love with you. And be grateful for that person and let them know that you are. I think that's about uh, all that I have to say on abundance. I really love this episode because 
it kind of came out. Um, I've, I've said multiple times that I want the, this podcast to write itself. And, uh, I've been talking about a lot of things over a lot of days, uh, doing 30 straight podcast is, is a task. I love it. I'm enjoying it. I'm getting really passionate about it. I'm enjoying this podcast, but, uh, you know, sometimes uh, my wife's like, what are you going to talk about today? And I'm like, I have no idea. So <laughs> she's been very helpful in suggesting things and helping me find topics to talk about. Uh, but this one was beautiful because I just started talking and it just all flowed out. So um, that being said, I'm going to sign off from here. So make sure you do your absolute best to make every day better than the day before. And if you fail, that's okay. That means tomorrow will be an easy one. Live with gratitude, celebrate your victories, and I'll see y'all tomorrow.